Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, happy Tuesday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. Three o'clock here. What is in store for us today? We've got to remember something big, do we not? Yes, we do. 79 years ago on this day, June 6th, uh, troops from the United States, Canada, Britain, and France stormed the beaches of Normandy, which turned the tide of the war. They succeeded, but not without cost. So never forgetting the soldiers, sailors, and airmen who fought for freedom during Operation Overlord. And on the front page of the Star Tribune today, it was Associated Press, um, you know, because they do the commemoration every week. And I, in 2019, Casey and I had gone every to year. Paris. Yeah, every year they yeah. do it on June 6th. But we'd gone to Paris, and I had always wanted to go to the beaches at Normandy and to go there and see everything. And we... You can either take the train from Paris or they have uh, small escorted tours. And that's what, that's what we did. And it was pretty. It, it was like a two-hour okay. drive. One direction. Okay. Yeah. And so you leave pre- pretty early in the morning. But it is, it is so stunning to go and see. And there's, there's, there's like a Gibson Beach. There's all these different beaches. But it looks just like it did. When they landed that day, nothing is built on the beach. Wow. Beaches, all the little towns, St. Saint, Saint and all these little towns fly to this day, the American and the French flag. Aww. The American cemetery sits on a bluff overlooking Normandy Beach. And wow. every, every... I wonder how many people are buried there. It's 5,000, I believe. I, I think 4,414 wow. Allied soldiers lost their lives that day, as we see from Saving Private Ryan, how horrific it was. Every cross has their carved marble, and it's just really, really stunning. And um, there's a little World War II museum in one of the little towns, but... They they come out. They have a parade every year. This year, um, there's one guy. He's 99 years old, Robert Gibson. It's the first time he's been there since he landed there as an 18 year old. Wow! And um, he landed on D Day in the second wave of assault troops, and he's there for the for the first time in 79 years. And they had a great picture of him and. On the beach, but but if you First, ever do go to France, right? it is so for, wonderful and and memorable. For perspective, Lori, okay, because we've seen you know how the waves went in of the YouTube YouTube boats um, and went in, and the people you know paratrooped in everything that happened. What? How 
Are we talking miles? Miles. Okay, miles. we're talking miles long, the, you know, well, the beaches. Okay. Yeah, what they did, so the beaches were codenamed Omaha, Utah, Juno, Sword, and Gold. Okay. And carried by 7,000 boats. And the Americans attacked Juno, heavily defended Omaha. I think the Canadians were at Juno Beach. Okay. And the Brits and the French were at other beaches. But one of the things that... Um, you learn when you visit the World War II Museum in, in Normandy is um, because this was like a plan, yes, yes, you yes. know, for, for months. But up just north of Calais, they did cardboard like move. move I think Hollywood made uh, almost like replicas of what looked like tanks and all these other things to throw Hitler off so that they would they thought that they were attacking up by Calais sure. Genius. which is way north and Hollywood made like these sets and things so that aerial views it cool. looked like something was like they were staging for yeah. something so it was to total, get them off guard as as the kids say fake out yeah fake, yeah, out. Okay. fake wow, out that's an amazing and Natalie just sent us a note there were 9,386 soldiers that are buried there at Normandy at the total yes. because it's not just Americans right. I guess that are buried there but it is like you will totally cry right and the guide that we had there the, are the I mean the guide is everything don't you think yeah we had just a wonderful wonderful guide and you know when you look out at the beaches there are you see bunkers that are still in the sand, and they've left everything as it is. And there might just, if there was a small cafe or a small hotel that was there, it's still there. But they, there's no development that's ever happened. Wow. They're these just big, huge, uh, sandy beaches for miles north, as you can see. And then all these cute little towns. And, you know, the paratroopers from the 80, 81st Airborne, I think it is, they jumped... Um, like at three in the morning before the assault boats landed in the farm fields. And my former father-in-law was a paratrooper and he set out of like 18 paratroopers out of every plane, maybe three would survive oh. because they're jumping in the middle of the night. Don't know what's German there. troops might be shooting at him, landing mm-hmm. in trees. Yeah. Uh, Raleigh landed in a French farmer's, you know, field and, um, wasn't hurt when he landed, and they had little tiny um, bicycles that were in their part pack. of their gear, okay, so that they could just put out the little bike and the wheel, the wheel, so that yeah. they could go to wherever they were supposed to go to set up the comms lines. Wow. Just kind of amazing. Madison, they're it's, fascinating. Yeah, and it, when you think of how slow the communication was yeah. because there wasn't the internet. You know, there wasn't anything we have now. I mean, it's Good fascinating. Point. It is. And we do so many World War II we novels do. and I'm stuff like always that. I've been fascinated. It, it just, yeah, if you if you ever go, um, you know, to France, it's it's so, so worth it. And the, the towns come out and they just have a big parade and... You know, it. they're very, like I said, they fly the American and the French flag in those little towns. Pretty cool. Yeah. And the French, those people were helping in the resistance and mm-hmm. hiding and taking care of people. And um, yeah, so just really something else. So I always like to. I love hearing you tell about, talk about Normandy. I mean, it really would be a dream to go there because. It's incredible. I, it makes history, it seem so real, right, too. Right. And also. 
uh, you know, we know it like from seeing movies, but then to actually stand there and even the day that we were there, um, you know, our guide was like, this is kind of the weather. It was sort of like 50 and lightly raining. This is what it was like that day on June so 6th. We were there. To the ambience and the mood setting. It's, it, it's probably just... It's really gives something. You goosebumps. Yeah, wow. it yeah. really is something. So. And thank you for everyone who serves. Yeah, yeah. Service who serves us. Absolutely, um, we appreciate it. Yeah, we they give so much, and we we don't really they don't get back everything that mm-hmm. they deserve. Oh, you know that's what I mean? The truth. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in it fact, makes me. It me. It really is just moving. Yeah. yeah. You telling that story was. Yeah. I, I was just finishing this book by Kristen Hanna called Homefront, and it was a few years ago that she wrote it, and it's about the this these two women helicopter pilots in the Iraq War. But one of the things that, you know, we say it's PTSD. Is that what we call mm-hmm. post PTSD? Pardon. Yeah. Okay. Post-traumatic stress stress disorder. In the Civil War, uh, they called it a soldier's heart. In World War II, they called it shell-shocked. In World, or excuse me, World War I, shell-shocked. World War II, battle fatigue. And it was, it's just about how people's hearts and minds can be broken when they come with what they've seen, seen, what they they experienced, because it's so horrific. But I think soldier's heart is kind of like that's the most so, that's touching isn't it that's yeah. what the, how they would yeah. describe soldiers that were suffering from uh the trauma of what they endured they oh, they're suffering from a soldier's heart is Was what they said born on the 4th of July about that yeah yeah, yeah well about yeah Tom Cruise coming, Tom Cruise coming home coming and home being Vietnam. yeah and just mm-hmm. being kind of offset on everything and getting back into normal society. And paralyzed. Yes, yeah, and paralyzed, that is, yeah. That's a that's an amazing movie. Yeah. That's that's the won. movie he should have won. For. He should have won an Oscar for yeah, that yeah. one. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad he doesn't get to have Oscar winner attached <laughs> to his name. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Grant here for Hoppin Weber Construction, your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to exterior home facelifts like siding, roofing, windows, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, back in the day, Mike and the Hoppin Weber Show was here on Sundays on My Talk for years, and now I get to talk about them every day, and I'm so excited about this. And the coolest thing about Hoppin Weber Construction is they're just like My Talk. They value their employees and their customers, and they really give back to the community. Now, also, I want to point out that whenever they're dealing with any type of sale or fix to your home, they don't pressure you in a high pressure one-stop close sale they walk you through the entire process because they know this is a big decision for you and they even have a nice showroom right in new brighton after 35w that you can take your kids and your dog to and get a good idea of what these new adjustments to your home will look like again they're not going to pressure you in a high pressure sale they're going to walk you from start to finish they'll handle all the insurance problems and situations that you don't want to handle and if you want their help reach out to jason and the sales team at hwconstruction.com Yes, Sex in the City debuted on June 6th, right. 25 years ago, 1998. And we've, uh, uh, Sex in the City put out sort of a, um, you know, just a trailer a montage of all the highlights. And of course, uh, it's quite fun to look at. You can take a look at that. I think, Grant, you also posted our nipple episode. Yes. 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 Season four, episode six, if you're just joining us, our invention was on sex in the city mm-hmm. and we're gonna play a little we, bit of audio later on for well, us. we can play it right now do you, you want to play it right now do you want to do it now sure julie and i were on I, location when they filmed this episode i wrote to michael patrick king after i met Kristen davis at uh 
Fashion Week in Bryant Park and no one had responded from HBO New York. I wrote to Darren Starr and Sarah Jessica Parker and found out, no, Michael Patrick King in L.A. is who you have to write to. And I gave Kristen Davis some nipples, promised not to tell anybody that I gave them to her. And when we did end up getting, and we're the only outside of the writer's room idea to make it on the show. And that is confirmed from Cindy Shupak, who (laughs) had a book out and was on our show a couple years after we started. And she's like, you guys, the nipples, we got those things in the mail. And Michael Patrick was like, take these things out for a spin. And like three (laughs) of them wore them and three of them didn't. And she was like, oh yeah, we got to use this. So... Is this where they're in the bar? Yes, they're in the bar together talking, and they just kind of start bringing the product out, and then we can okay. kind of go from there. Okay, okay, I know what you do. Don't call him. Don't email. Just show up at his furniture store wearing these. Ew, He's what are nipples. those? Fake nipples. And why are we carrying them around? They were sent to me as some kind of promotional thing. Really? Is yeah. there a nipple council? Are nipples getting a bad rap? Nipples are huge right now. Open any magazine. It's not that cold. Those girls are either tweaking or they're wearing these. <laughs> Sam, put them in. I want to see how they work. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Samantha already leads with her breasts. It's not a very good experiment. Miranda, you try them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that I'd like to see. I'm not certain, but I have a feeling my boobs were just insulted. All right, cover me. Okay. So she's it. tucking them in. Yep, she's applying right now. Ooh, that's obscene. Okay, walk. Everyone's staring. There they are. Secretly replace Miranda's normal nipples with rubber ones. Let's see what happens. Every man is staring at her as she walks. Smiling. (laughs) And then she goes, they were. I want my nipples back. (laughs) Yeah, they were. So, yeah, we we stayed for the dress rehearsal of that scene, but by that time it was like 10 o'clock. We'd been there since like 5. We're like, we're out of here. And Kristen's like, you're not going to stay for the actual taping? And we said, no, we got to go out. And then Sarah Jessica Parker toasted the nipple. The nipple chicks are here. Let's everyone give a toast. And on the set, it was, you know, one of the things that I just hurry up, hurry up and wait, wait, wait. We always have always said we understand why these romances Mm -hmm. happen in these campers. We understand. I mean, it is the most boring thing in the world Mm -hmm. to be an actor. And and then, you know, the movie, the, the TV set, you know, like it's this big warehouse at Silver Cup Studio. And. It's all, you know, there's saw horses here. And then the next, all of a sudden you turn a corner and you're in Carrie Bradshaw's apartment and then her closet, you know? So it's, it's, it was kind of cool to see how they, you know, film all of that. And Julia's asking the, um, what was that lady's name who gave us the tour, the prop master, whatever her name. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. It was, and you're walking with her, and I'm in Carrie's closet and, 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 and trying to shove a Jimmy Choo on, on her my foot. foot. And you know, I was like Cinderella's ugly stepsister with <laughs> just like my big toe fitting in the shoe. <laughs> But I was just like, I've got to try it. We just didn't shoe. even know how cool it was. Yeah. I mean, we, we oh. had no idea. And this is before we started here. And then I, um, I'm i going to post it on the Lori and Julia, our Instagram mm-hmm. page today. It's kind of a photo montage of um, our the launch when season four, episode six was on. So it was 2002. And we had a big party yeah. at Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, which is now the bulldog, the bulldog, and um, yeah, and university or yeah, Hennepin. Th- yep, 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 yep. I think and the bulldog was, is gone now. Actually, oh, I think it's something else. It's, it just left a couple years ago. I think yeah. it's something new now. But yeah, but I'll post it. I mean, we look very young. That's so cool. We look very young. Well, and, it was twenty five years uh-huh. ago, Julia. And you guys can go watch that scene, you listeners, right now. If you want to go to the Lori and Julia show page, it's posted there. If you want to get a more visual idea of what we just you just heard, it's. It's fascinating. It's I, an interesting it's, episode. It's I awesome. I made the mistake of trying to listen to a podcast on it today because yeah. I just wanted to relive it. Yeah. You know? Oh, they were they dissect they each episode? Specifically season four, episode six, Baby Chalk is Cheap. And um I was so bummed. Well, they probably had people who didn't know what they were talking about. They didn't know their pop culture facts about nipples, but you know. The, the nipple prosthetics and then they went off on how they didn't look good on small brass and but it was the it's the absolute perfect protrusion of a nipple. I mean, now it seems Think Vera Fawcett in the poster. Yeah. The it's red. that. Think the Jennifer Aniston in Friends. Think owning your own sexuality oh, and making, you know, wants. it's an accessory and and yeah. and so anyway, it was just they didn't get No. You know, so it was kind of. They didn't like, get the assignment. Well, it was disappointing. I get that. I expected a little bit more. Yeah. Kudos. Nope. That's why were, I don't. Like, had, I don't like listen to podcasts dissecting something like. No. that. I was just you like, know, eh. you're like, eh. you guys lived it. You did it. That was pretty awesome. I, I will. But it's funny because you know, with Kim Cattrall's news about doing this uh, Samantha cameo in the final episode of Just Like That, what will be the cliffhanger? Coming out on the same day as and just like that is Kim Cattrall's new TV series, which Grant Post posted the trailer. Looks, it's called Glamorous. It kind of looks like Ugly Betty is what the vibe reminds yes, me of. Yes, it Kim totally Cattrall does. Totally is this does. former model starting this makeup line? It looks super cute. It's on glam. It's called Glamorous, and that starts on Netflix. On the same day, June twenty second. So, yeah. good timing on Kim Cattrall's part. She's gonna be. She's all over the news with it. Yeah. Good PR. Mm-hmm. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So, if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning, and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so, but what about a post-nup? Post-nuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that, again, will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So again, these really can help streamline the process in the future. Great information. And for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce. Um, yes, we're on the road. 
for the next three Thursdays. Mark That's your right. calendar. That's right. Loge uh, on the road. <laughs> uh, thanks for playing a little Beyonce. We posted um, for your viewing pleasure. Vogue had this um, that her, her wardrobe on this Renaissance World Tour is just like impeccable and. She's, of course, she and her husband are brand ambassadors of Tiffany, and she's diamond-encrusted um, earpieces, the monitor, mm-hmm. in her ears, and these beautiful, long, um, I love shoulder duster I do earrings. I do, too. For people who are of a certain age, they're back in, and she's got these gorgeous, she's got 41 pairs of custom Jimmy Choo's oh. that fit her really well, probably have extra for something because she's out there dancing oh, and yeah. things. So those are those are um, um, you know posted for you. And the ear monitor has four and a half carats of diamond. <laughs> okay, I really, you know, I, I mean, wow. so she's sparkling from every direction. It just couldn't get any more fabulously lavish. Paul McCartney is at Beyonce's concert in London right now. He popped up on. Um, Doing a little strike and a pose. So that's happening. Also happening, Julia, talking about Sex and the City 25 years ago, 10 years ago, a show debuted that we fell in love with, Outlander. Oh. Do you have, do you, do you oh. have some music? I, no, I We I, got some audio. audio okay. here, yep. Oh, my So gosh. Katrina Belfi and, and Sam Hewen were on GMA this morning, and I mean... The last and final season of Outlander starts June 22nd on Stars. And if you don't get Stars, you can watch them a little later on Netflix or Hulu or somewhere else they're playing. Yeah, but it might be after the whole season. Sure, it will be. Yes. It will be after the whole season. So anyway, but here, here's Katrina and, um, and Sam sitting on the couch with the GMA folks and Julia and I met Katrina one year at the SAG Like the party. first, I feel like the very first year after it, she'd on this beautiful mango. We had matching dresses. I yes. was wearing some ma- a mango dress and so would she. So was she. And she was so lovely mm-hmm. and she didn't know anybody. No. And she was brand new to the scene. Yes. And just, we're like, we love your show more than anything. Oh, you know, I know it. Okay, so let's play the little audio. And 10 years since the beginning of all oh, of this. Yes. Wow. wow. We were young when we started. <laughs> um, what yeah. advice would you give to that person, Katrina? Oh, get more sleep. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I think when we started, we were both quite new to the industry. And I mm. think there's something about stepping into something and, and just being really open and naive to it, in a way, was perfect. Yeah, and it's been an amazing journey, honestly, with each other and with our fellow cast members and crew, but also with the fans, right? I mean, 10 yeah. years. It's been a, it's been an epic journey. So we're excited for this week when it's finally out. When did you know it's going to be epic? Oh God! Well, we we started filming, and I think we probably only filmed about six weeks of of work. And mm. they took us to New York, and we did a first fan event, and there was over two thousand fans, Ooh, and they hadn't yeah. seen anything. Oh. And we, yeah. I mean, I think you and I stepped out on the stage, and we're just going absolutely- on. <laughs> <laughs> Shy you people here. Yeah, yeah. they've been amazing. It's been yeah. such a great great journey. No, this, yeah. this week is always fun to to celebrate with them as well, isn't it? So and, and of course there were people who read the Diana Baladon books or whatever. I read the very first, first one, one. Mm-hmm. and they're great books, but yeah. long. But this is time traveling, and it's such a great epic story, and the characters you love, and I their love story is so. We're, and we're on great. the cusp of the Revolutionary War, and of course Frasier, the Frasiers, Claire, uh, you know they are they are. 
he's got a leg in both worlds. Right, Jamie does. Jamie does. Yeah. And so. I haven't, and I think I haven't watched it since season four. Okay. But you can watch it if you don't have stars, um, which isn't that expensive to sign up for. It's like $5 for three months. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you can watch it on Hulu. Okay. So and it's June 16th. Oh, not June the 22nd 16th. is when Outlander comes back. I'm, I'm the super chemistry excited. between these two. Epic. 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 Which it leads really me is. to something else, but I don't know when we're well, talking about Well, speaking of something that wasn't epic, <laughs> I I did oh. watch The Idol. Okay. <laughs> it took <laughs> me two tries <laughs> last night, oh, and both? then I finished this morning. Well, just the one episode. Oh, okay. Because um, just, I just DVR'd it on HBO. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty bad and you know how you know it's bad is when they're relying on there was so much so many scenes without talking where they were showing just a hazy nightclub scene or sharon stone in fatal attraction they showed like three clips from that big scanning of what is around there's not that much dialogue because there's acting involved and the weekend simply Cannot act. Not even announce. Not announce. Not even announce. <laughs> and and how did he get so much power to rewrite this and get a lead part? I'll in tell this? you one way. He offered up his house to be used for the filming. Oh, that oh. is his house. Oh, I thought he that she lives okay. in. Okay, oh, wow. that we see. Okay, the pool. The, the everything. Yeah, yeah. That's his house, so okay, he got it. I could offer up my house for okay, but he's doing he he true chopped that off and and he used it and he said, you know, that he and Sam Levinson organically came up with that. Well, they had a different showrunner and she left and Because I think that they disagreed on the direction. Yeah. And um I so, agree with you about uh, Lily Rose Depp. She's I I wish for better for her. Same. And I think um I think that Jane Adams and Dan Levy they try. They, they try, try and give it lifted up. Try. Hank Azaria is absolutely terrible as the Israeli really? manager. I don't it's know just, what you, the accent you is. You have no it's French, it's this, it's, it's I, He's usually pretty good. Oh that no, I know he is. Minute. This yeah. is it's terrible. This is just a terrible show. Well, it, 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 there isn't it. anything. It's a six episode season. I may possibly hate watch it just to do that because one thing I was able to, uh, one thing I did like about it is there are so many non talking, moody scenes where you can hardly see what's going on. Or, you know, it's. I could do that. I could you turn can my speed, TV off. You could speed forward and not there. miss a thing. There you was know, nothing there. Oh, that's not good. You know, Grant, you have to try it for us. I will watch one episode this weekend. Because it felt, I had to do it twice, too, because I fell asleep. It is, there's nothing there. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sorry. When you said that yesterday, you were like, I watched it, but I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's my first But, clip. you know, I fall asleep. Sometimes I don't start stuff till like, 11 at oh, night. Okay. So yeah. that's okay. okay. But this I is mean, a rare misstep. For HBO, home of cutting edge, but quality shows. You know, we talk about like when Sex Sex and the the City City and Sopranos, you know, they... Entourage. Entourage. Succession was just Game of Thrones. Boardwalk Empire. So many good ones. And this show is, and you know, it, like, I think you said yesterday it was 913,000, but that's across everything. On actual HBO, Mm -hmm. if you have the channel, it was only two. Hundred and thirty-two thousand viewers. 
Mm. That watch H watch this on HBO. Oh, so that nine hundred and thirteen was with streaming. streaming included. Oh, that's a horrible number. So it it pretty much wiped out in the ratings, and the audience likes it more than the critics. But at twenty seven, sixty three percent from the audience. Oh, twenty seven percent from the critics. What would you give it? I'd I'd give it a twenty. I mean, I give it a grade D. Um, because the dialogue is so bad and the story goes, is circling the drain. Oh, it's so bad. With these badly named characters. Mm. Jocelyn, no pop star. No, if your name was Jocelyn, they would not say to you, yes, you're the next Cher or Madonna. Even Madonna is trying to, like, she posts on Instagram, I can't get this song out of my head that was played oh. in yes, like the show. It's the weekend and Playboy Cardi and... Of course, he plays it in one of the scenes, and then his whole thing. Well, if they dance to it, and oh, it's uh, horrible! It's, <laughs> it's trying to be edgy, and it's falling on its face. But I will watch another episode. Don't you think if there was a guy in that that could act that had some chemistry at least, yes, or something, it would it would have made all the, all difference, the difference in the, the world. world. And they need to change some of the dialogue. Well, like, it's horrible. You know, like when she turns, the, her personal assistant says, "I don't like this nightclub guy. He, he, he seems kind of rapey." And Lily Rose Depp says. Oh, but that's what I like about him. And I mean, I just... It's just terrible. Uh, yeah. And then someone she doesn't know that she meets in a nightclub, she invites, she invites to, her back to her house and, yes, put a scarf around my face and choke me and then cut out a hole for my mouth. I was breeze. waiting for you. I was waiting for you to get to... It's I, so bad. I'm laughing. I'm it's just so like, bad. I, I, do these... I mean... Wah. Oh, no. Anyway. It makes Fifty Shades of Grey look... I was just going to say, I mean, Fifty... Erotic. And there at least was some chemistry. There yes. was at least good dialogue. Jamie I mean, Dornan was the wrong Christian Grey. Sure, but he it yeah. is way nothing like this guy. No, no, no. I don't think the weekend's going to get a lot of acting jobs after this. He's going to have to finance it himself. He's a terrible actor. He's finding out what other people who you know were singers who wanted to be actors. It's the right part. Yeah, like Prince had Purple Rain. Right. That was but the right part for him. But didn't you love all the gratuitous him? stuff in the very first episode? The reference of Prince, the playing of the Madonna music, yeah. the um, the fatal attraction right, scene, the um selfie that was you know questionable. Yeah. I mean, they had every little button hit. Yeah, it's just it's it pretty bad. It's Joya. cliche. It's it, just stupid. All right, good. All right. I'm glad. <laughs> but I had, I did have to watch it. I know. All right, up next, it seems like streaming giants have been handing out their autobiographical docu series right and left, and we've got another one. Everybody, Lori and Julia here for First Equity. We want to thank David. He's, uh, you know, partnering with us on our Pride uh, broadcast, so we appreciate that. He always steps up um, and is a good partner that way. He's always concerned about what's going on in our community, and working with First Equity means solutions. You have a champion on your side to help you get the very best mortgage rate or the very, very best refinancing if that's what you need to do absolutely but you know there's so many different programs that are out there right now available for buyers but it's it would be so difficult for you to navigate through it i think you i know we both know david's team excels in being really smart about everything that's out there understanding and listening to what your situation is and what you're looking for and finding the best solution possible 
Not earning your business for one time, earning it for life, like they've done with us. First equity keyword, David at MyTalk. All right, thanks for hanging out with us today. It is a Tuesday. We've got a lot going on here. I just want to remind you that today and the rest of the week, we're giving away a pair of tickets to Kesha at Mystic Lake sometime during our show. And that is a phenomenal place. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nice to see a concert. Reminding you again that this Thursday, that's two days away, we're going to be at El Burrito Mercado Broadcasting Live, Whoa. right in the middle of happy hour. Mm-hmm. Um, we're super excited about that, and I believe we're giving away a pair of tickets during that broadcast, aren't we, Grant? Yeah, you've got Sam Smith tickets. That I think it's going to be like a kind of on-site situation. Which would be, I mean... Really yeah. fun. That'd so we're looking forward to people where El Burrito Mercado okay, is it again. Is right, Describe. All right. Well, I'm going to look up the address. Yeah. But it's, it's on Caesar the Chavez. Chavez Street. And it's across, I believe, the Wabasha Bridge from St. Paul. But mm-hmm. people just, if you Google yeah. El Burrito Mercado, mm-hmm. it's in West St. Paul. It is. It's the yeah. cutest area. And if you've never been there before, it would be really a treat for you. So bring some friends and come hang out it's with us. It's a little slice of Mexico. It's it's wonderful. We'd love it. They've got an outdoor patio. They've got a restaurant, the deli. Yeah. yeah. Look for the big yellow building. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is a big yellow All the parking is in the back. Yes. Yes. Yep. So that's going to be fun. And we mm-hmm. hope you join us. In the meantime... Oh, someone's on a Mia Copa tour. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a um, four... Part three. Netflix three. or is it three? three. Okay, yeah, docu docu series because this, like I said, the streaming giants are handing out the autobiographical docu series, like doctors handing out Ozempics <laughs> to their celebrity clients. Yeah. But um, you get one even if you don't need one. And Arnold, everyone's doing it, and everyone is doing it. His is dropping tomorrow. It'll dive into his experiences as a bodybuilder, actor, politician, and most importantly. The two-timing cheating, uh, which he gets candid about during his recollection of the moment his wife, Maria Shriver, found out about his affair and secret love child. Legacy gossip. People, pull up your chairs. Um, This is back in 2011. And Maria, he said, they were in marriage counseling. Yes, they were. Together. And she asked him if the 11-year-old child of 11 the, of their housekeeper. housekeeper was his child because anyone with functioning eyes <laughs> even at the age i bet when that kid was two he looked like the spitting image mm-hmm. of little arnie and thus that's why they were probably in marriage counselor according to him i thought my heart stopped and then i told the truth yes maria 
Joseph is my son. And then, as we know, Maria was like, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> um, well done. And uh, they were they were done. And the affair happened in 1996. Excuse me. The boy Joseph was 15. Yeah. Okay. Before, yep. And had been coming around the house all these years. Mm. He was 15 years yep. old. And I don't know. What was wrong with Maria's eyes or what took so long to ask that? But um, anyway, he he told Entertainment Weekly, he said, I think I've caused enough pain for my family because of my screw up. Everyone had to suffer. Maria had to suffer. The kids had to suffer. Joseph, his mother, everyone. I'm going to live with it for the rest of my life. People will remember my successes, but they'll also remember my failures. This was just a major failure. I had failures in the past in my career, but this was a whole this is a whole different ball game, a dimension of failure and my son Joseph is a fantastic man who makes me proud, but I was wrong what I did. Yeah. But I don't want to make Joseph feel he is not welcome cuz he's very much welcome. And I mean, I think that's a very good I don't know who helped him Crap yes. that, or if that's culmination of years in therapy, but I like that he kept it in the present tense yes. and took full ownership. One hundred percent. And um, I go ahead. Well, I was just going to say. Then the other thing is, is PR answers. Arnold also used his docu series to address the bad, what a badly behaved man he right. was on sets. Yep. Yeah. Groping, Groping, grabbing, yeah, and he denied the allegations at the time, saying he behaved badly sometimes in the past, and now he admits this response was wrong. He said, "My rea," and this is in the Netflix series. My reaction in the beginning, I was defensive. Today, I can look at it and say it doesn't really matter what time it is, if it's the Muscle Beach days of forty years ago or today that. This was wrong. It was BS. Forget all the excuses. It was wrong. Right. I really think well, I want to watch this. I do too. I do too. I'm interested. And he has that Fabu or what is that? Fubar. Fubar. And I don't. That's a series. It's a series. I don't even know what it's about. I don't either. But at the opening of it, I saw the red carpet pictures. And maybe this is just the media saying this, but his. Son with the housekeeper was there. Joseph. Joseph. As were as like were three. Chris Pratt, who's married to his daughter Catherine, mm-hmm. and and some of his and Maria Schreier, Shriver's other children. And the 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 headline was "Look at how far they stood apart," kind of thing. So you don't, we don't no, know. They don't have. They anything. don't have any relationship. No, they don't have a relationship. Right. And if you put yourself in the kids' shoes. Oh my word! If my dad had a baby with a housekeeper while he was married with my mom, I would not be in sure. any hurry, any way, shape, or form to oh, long lost brother, because you'd feel like you're being a traitor to your mom. Come on, Great yeah. Point. But at the so, same time, maybe down the down road, down the road, right? The whatever. But yeah, he didn't pose. He walked separately. But Arnold posed with his kids with Maria and, and with- his. And Joseph, yeah. his his kids, uh, and we've never heard from Maria, no, the housekeeper, no, but haven't. she was fired immediately, but she worked for the family for like 20 I years. Know so here's a little bit more in this docuseries that's mm-hmm. going to be hitting Netflix tomorrow. He talks about his dad. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger is Austrian. Yes. And he says his dad in this three-part docuseries, he opens up about his dad's abuse. 
His dad was a tyrant. He was a Nazi. Um, a literal Nazi. A literal real Nazi. Literal Nazi. Mm-hmm. So he he talks about his tough tough childhood, and his older sis, sibling named Menninghard experienced growing up in the Austrian village that they grew up in. The actor was born two years Arnold after the end of World War II, and his father Gustav Schwarzenegger, who served as a member of the Nazi Party's mm-hmm. pri- primary military ring. Mm-hmm. Um, Wing was involved in the invasion of Leningrad. Mm-hmm. And then his dad was buried after Leningrad underneath buildings and rubbles for three days. On top of it, you know, the Nazis lost the war. So his yeah. dad came home horrible, mm-hmm. a horrible, more horrible person. Yeah, very. And he just, he recalls how his dad would make him fight his brother, you know, all the time and um, was just mean to their mom. And it yeah, was just abusive. He, it was just horrible. He, he just said it was drank. Yeah, they drank. He just, his fists. he just said he hit his mind. He said it was so awful. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I, I like these answers that he's even giving like in the he's, documentary. He's, he's, a, he's calling taking, it out. He's right. like, I can't even use. Well, that was 40 years ago. Because you hear that a lot. Well, it was a different time. time. You could pet no. women. We even will say that when we, we do. look back at some of the behavior we yeah. excused and the groping that happened to us and the we do. things that were said. I mean, you know, uh, but anyway, good so I like that. Yeah, and good on him. It does show therapy, but it is kind <laughs> of astonishing to think that that kid was 15 and they were in therapy um, and and then she finally asked him after seeing him last Thursday at the house. You know, because he looks so much, he, like, he, him. He looks so much like him. And I bet he looked and like Maria him. Maria and the pain, they're still not divorced. No, they did finally oh, get did divorced. Oh, did they finally yeah. get they divorced? They did, okay. like just like maybe last year, they mm-hmm. just got divorced. It took like 10 years to work out all because I don't think they had a prenup. No, they, they were have, together they were for so a very young. long she time. Was so young. Late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I think it devastated her, too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't devastate mm-hmm. you? Of course it would. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, and she's really in, an inspirational oh, follow on I'm, Instagram. Uh, yeah. Instagram I, she's a Twitter. beautiful person. So we were just talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. and mm-hmm. Maria Shriver, if you're wondering. Yeah, that's um, right. No they, word if he's going to apologize for farting in Miriam Margolis's face, <laughs> <laughs> as she told us in her memoir. Okay. Oh, my God. We'll be right back.